We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in the 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Washed up, and welcome back to another episode of No Sillers Podcast with your host. Now, nah, fuck that with your low glasses, Malone. To him, as a wife, right, is she becomes his living mannequin. Like, like Kanye's wife, you know, was his living mannequin. He could dress her up in all of his fashion design ideas, you know what I mean, and have a mannequin that he could show up with, that he knew was everybody looked at this mannequin. You know what I mean? And she could show up and be this living, walking, speaking mannequin that's pretty much styled and the creative, you know, uh, influence of Kanye in his full power. You see Kanye, you see, you see Kim cause broke up with the uh, Pete Jr. Yeah, Pete. I thought that was fantastic because now all that fuck Pete shit's not going to be as confusing for me. Do you think he was a bad look for Pete? Like the name Pete, do you think, I mean, it was pretty outstanding thing said about Pete. Yeah, I personally, having not represented the name particularly well myself, can't speak too loudly about it, but I thought he did a terrible job. Who's the greatest Peter of all time? Peter that was with Jesus? He's he's right up there. He's probably number one. The greatest Pete is obviously going to be Maravich, and uh, the character Peter Clemenza from The Godfather I thought did as well. No, no, Pete Rose up in the top five, Pete. Oh, yeah. Pete Rose. Well, yeah, well, did he, Pete Rose, but then he also had, well, had that Charlie Hustle thing going. That's kind of like being a member of the Rose Gold community and dyeing your hair black. That's true. That's true. Peter Rabbit, no. No, no Peter Rabbit, Cottontail, all those bunny things have to roll. Um, the pumpkin eating gentleman, also. Pete Buttigieg. The worst. The worst. <laughs> the worst. Booty just gonna take your fade. What if Booty just lined you up? Like he was like, I need that fade, Pete. Then 
I hope he kills me. It will be a fight to the death because <laughs> I want to kill him and I don't want to survive if I lose. Oh, man. It'll be like well, the end of the Karate Kid 2 where the guy's like, live or die, man. And the, yeah, and the Chinese Japanese guy's like, die. Yeah, but I'll you. Yeah. <laughs> if Bullseye's whipped your ass, he's just kill me, man. Because <laughs> yeah. I would have a thousand jokes and shit. Oh, you're just saving me having to walk up a million flight of stairs to jump off a building. Let's just do it here. <laughs> All right, look. So, Kim, now Kim is is back on the market. Yay. Kim is back on the market. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray. Does Jay take her back? As him or as me be, thinking for him? Okay, does Ye take her back in Ye's mind? No, 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 no. Your shit with you in Ye's mind would be way more intriguing. So if you're if you're the little man on Ye's shoulder, yeah, what are you telling Ye? For once in your life, will you fucking listen to me? Would be my opening line. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. And if I get his attention, even a slight nod, I'll say. Don't even fucking think about it. Okay, now, now, if he's ignoring you like always, hey, we should make that a skit. That should be like your skit. Like we should do a skit where it's me and you on each shoulder, yeah. and I'm trying to tell him to do something right, and you tell him to do something wrong. That would be easy to just do the podcast like that, where instead of having the border, we just have like half a Kanye's head in the middle separating the screen. Ah, it might be a cool production bit <laughs> from here on out. Yeah. Like we should do that once a month where we give advice to one person, but we have to be on the opposite end of the spin. No, we don't. We could actually keep it a being. Okay, so now what is Kanye gonna do? Cause he's ignoring you. Hopefully he does something that involves hiding in the bushes in her driveway again. And then this time just makes it into the house. Like so a successful. Takes, so you're saying he takes her back. Man, after all this shit, if he doesn't, it's he he's the kind of guy who has to throw good money after bad, so he might as well. <laughs> no ceilings. G Lo, my man Peter and the spiz out. We going his out. So you don't see no value in having a wife. There's no value in having a wife. Define value. Okay, so there's a real definition of worth and value, but let me tell you my definition. Yeah. So worth is personal, like personal appraisal. Yeah, like subjectively, just me. Personal, right? Personal, like, like the owner and the actual product itself, the worth. And then I would like to believe the value is the perception of appraisal. So yeah. worth is self and personal appraisal. Value is, you know. The market. The market itself. Gotcha. That's what I like to believe, those two words. And that's going to be Glass's definition of worth and value. That's fair. So when I'm asking you about worth, personally, does a wife have any, where would you appraise a wife at in having a wife? From the objective market value standpoint, no, no, there. No, no, no. Oh, no. So now you're going to go into a 
community. I'm saying you. Oh, just and for me. Wife. So it, ha- it would have to be personally you. You are praising having the perfect wife, not a perfect woman, but the perfect wife. God, you mean the the second most perfect wife, and that sh- the second most perfect wife would be on the near side of the threshold of not existing at all. <laughs> sure. The second cool. most perfect wife. All right. Um, honestly, the only worth that a wife would have to me is on occasion. Like, you know, if you have to be accountable to somebody else to get up and go do something you don't want to do, you're more likely to do it than if it's just about you doing it for yourself on a bad day. That's fair. Uh, that, that's, that was that, real. Yeah, that's the only value. There's no other value. So just somebody to be accountable to. Yeah. No other appraisal, like you no. couldn't, you no, couldn't Not value them more than that. No, I wouldn't even know hypothetically what to pretend to value them at. Besides so, as that. a wife, you you have no appreciation for the live-in. No, that's a negative. That's a that's a. That's not a positive sell. Why is that a negative thing to have somebody that lives in that cooks for you? Because I can't guarantee they're going to cook something that I want all the time, for one. For two, they're taking up space. They're in my shit. They're always fucking there. That just sounds awful. (laughs) What if she cooked all of the things you want her to cook? What's the difference between the cost benefit of that, that I'd hire a cook for fuck's sake? Because I can cook, I can cook everything I want to cook. Wait a minute. How much is a cook? How much is a wife? I don't a know. Cook's, I think a cook might be worth, cost more than a wife. If you got a wife that don't work, the cook is cheaper. No, because you, any adult cuss has to take care of themselves. So you taking care of yourself is you taking care of your, you pretty much, you might get in excess of, $2,000 a month because you have to pay like as an adult, right? As me and grown men, right? We pretty much take care of ourselves. So let's say at the worst case scenario, well, at the least case scenario, you're giving your wife $500 a week. That's what it's costing you outside of the normal things you would have to pay for, right? Yes, there's a little bit more food. Yes, there's a couple more things, but out of the, the you could get a maid uh, 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 and I'm not, and I don't want to compare a wife to a maid because they really are, but I don't want to disrespect the maid. Wait, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you say uh, because they really are? That wasn't a typo. I didn't. Well, I just want to make sure that the teleprompter didn't glitch. Talk, women go talk shit, but this is. I, I was telling uh, the homegirl at Van Lathan's show at uh, uh, Did you see it? It's uh, Higher Learning. Hold up. Mm-hmm. Let me uh. <laughs> Hold up, because I'm I'm bad, Rachel. I was telling Rachel, she was talking about our podcast and she was talking about you. I had I did higher learning. It hasn't came out yet. And I was telling her she was tripping off of us. And I was saying, this is honestly what men really think. Now, you have the version of what men think, you know, that's out there. Like right now you have men like posturing over Irv Gotti's interview with uh with Noriega on drink camps where they're upset because he's literally expressing how he feels slighted by his ex, you know, his ex-girl and 
this talent he put on in the music business, right? Which is Ashanti. And he's pretty much voicing it. You could tell his disdain for her and how he feels. He's emotionally, he feels a certain way. His heart is broken. It's obvious, right? And, you know, you got dudes like, oh, you know, that was some sucker shit and blah, 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 and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, look, as a, I fancy myself a player, right? Not a player like I have multiple girls, a player in a sense of I'm not going to always show you my emotions, but I'm not dissing anybody who does. Mm. Like, this is a very unhealthy way of living that I live. It's, it's, it's unhealthy in the way that even in my situation, it's not like I don't deal with my feelings or internalize them. I don't externalize them. So I'm not yeah. worried if you're concerned. I deal with them and I read and I and I deal with them how I deal with them. Right. I, I contend with them and I make decisions based off how everything is coming to me. And, you know, I don't think it's nothing horrible about men who externalize their emotions. Right. They're just different. It just depends and on he what was outcome externalizing his emotions after drinking on drink champs. And people was like, oh, you know, he's blah, blah, blah. And blah, blah, blah. And you could tell they were really caping to women. Like, they were just, like, trying to say what course, they feel. What is with that here. shit now? When did that yeah, start hate being goddamn thing? Fuck. It's fucking horrible, bro. And it's Ugh. like, Ashanti wouldn't talk to a person like you. You're a fucking loser. She don't want no nice. That's why she's talking to fucking Herb Gotti in the first place. Yeah. Feel me? Don't nobody respect no sucker like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, no nigga. So, long story short, he's externalizing his emotions in his interview, but back to the, I digress. Um, what I was the point I was making to you is this no ceilings is about honest conversations. You know what I mean? Like the whole premise of no ceilings was having these conversations about, you know, we we inside of a mountain. It's about going in unlit caves from an urban perspective. And then you have like a you have such a you've been in some of these tunnels with some people that's from the community, but you still very much are you know, to some level, and actually at all, you're not even a mainstream person, but that was the idea. You're, yeah. you're a mainstream person who understands. That's the premise of No Ceilings, these very uncomfortable conversations about life. You know what I mean? So I was explaining that to Rachel and I was telling her, so even in this conversation, most men feel like women are live-in maids, live-in uh, uh, sex slaves, you know, living, that's the concept of marriage. That's why you, that's why in theory you are willing to put the old ball and chain on your ankle. You know what I mean? And that's why so many men sleep with their maids because it's a confusing dynamic. It, that's true. Shout out to Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's true, true. So when I'm saying, I don't mean it to be insulting women, Rachel, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm not. I'm saying this is the perspective, right? Um, so if you take care of all the bills you take care of, right? Normally as an adult that take care mm -hmm. of themselves, a woman, if you give your old lady $500 a month, let's say $500 a week, she don't work. You know what I mean? But she don't have no bills, no responsibilities. You give her $500 a week. Okay. And to get a maid, a chef, and a sex slave, it's going to cost you. So, so you're giving her the two thousand dollars a month, right? Then you pay whatever bill. You got a couple extra. Come to about a it's thousand. Not a sex it's going to cost you more than three thousand dollars. Yeah, but you're certainly not going to get. Yeah, obviously you're not going to get paid. 
you're not going to get a chef and you're definitely not going to get a sex leg. Yeah, you're not going to get any of those things. It's um it's it, it's interesting and you and, and and you're compromising an awful lot, you know. What are you really compromising? Opportunity cost is is the off the books expense. What's the opportunity? Other things. Your time, right. your personal enjoyment, other women, um peace of mind, all sorts of interesting, valuable things. Yeah, but can't you work it out with a woman and have other women? Yeah, those are usually called divorces. And that's when you pay <laughs> on the back end for all that discount cooking you've been enjoying the last several years while paying for also. Okay. So, uh, okay. It, it it's it's a bit of I mean look it it depends on the per some people really really need companionship to function and for that it's a very there's more worth there you know I'm always a little bit you're a market guy well uh, yeah but like just on the on a human side like I think marriages that do well you usually it's you get married when you're young enough to not know the world outside of your marriage. Yeah. Or you got married when you're old enough to not care about the world outside of your marriage. You know, I actually agree with the latter. And I, I think if you get married at 30, when you know, when you know about, I, I've said that, like, it's tough to really be married when you know the wonders of other women. Like, yeah. I think it's easier when you've never been with another woman you know what I mean? It's easier when you never been with another woman and you don't know what you're, you know, the concept of what you're missing. Right. You don't know that. So marriage is easier and it's easier when you older and you like you've seen it all. Mm -hmm. Like now you're not seeing anything you're not going to see. Yeah, I think if it's like 22 is a good age to get married. 42 is a good age to get married. 32 is not a good age to get married. I don't know. I don't know if 22 is even the age anymore. I think they need to be like 19 or 20. Because yeah, they probably need to go back to that arranged shit where you're young, young. <laughs> yeah, you need to get it done because if you, it, it's the comparison game. Are you all about the NBA action? You got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. 
Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of a pedal. If you're craving more adventure with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with a muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for a drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups, and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan because more is all we do. Get the endless excitement and the more you've been looking for. Check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 ETS fuel economy estimates. 30 city MPG, 37 highway MPG, 33 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 35 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV all wheel drive. 29 city MPG, 36 highway MPG, 32 combined MPG for Rogue SL and platinum front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 34 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue SL and platinum all wheel drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. Billy Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. So you're saying... The worth of women to you, the worth of a wife to you is very low. Very low. Um, Where do you think wives are right now in just value market? They're high. A lot of that has to do with perception. I mean, a lot, you know, you kind of in a lot of ways. I mean, like, for example, it's, it's not terribly dissimilar to you citing you know, a uh, gentleman or, or, or other multiple people that you would know in the past who thought that they were, if they slept with a woman, you slept with, they're on your level. There's a certain element to like, if you have ambitions of being perceived in a professional circle or a social circle, a certain way, your spouse can either enhance that or it can work the other way. Then it can detract mm-hmm. from, from that. So there, there can be value there. Um, like most presidents, all pretty much all presidents have been married, right? Boy, yeah, it'd be uh, slim pickings to find one that hasn't been. I don't know if there has been one. Um, does does Kim? And I don't want to gossip about them because do you think Kim brings a market share value to Kanye? Yes. Where specifically? Um, it bring it, it broadens his brand to a degree. He he and and timing and alternative considerations matter. Like before her, he was with that Amber Rose girl, right? That doesn't do much for him. There, it's not. If you if you're going to be married, sure, I, I get it. Yeah, um, I, I think that like now he's kind of simultaneously gotten further into like say more of a high fashion type of environment, whilst also pairing with the Kardashian brand, which has a footprint 
in that industry. Well, so, you know what it is? Somebody told me that and I had to explain to them they didn't have any footprint in high fashion. They're literally, they literally were jokes in high fashion before Kanye. Like they didn't, what's funny is people, when I was coming up, you know what I mean, for a while, you know, Kim is not that old, but I'm saying they were jokes in the industry. Like people kind of looked at them as cheap knockoffs until Kanye. Kanye brought the value of high, Kanye has always been, you know, smiled at in high fashion until it came to starting his own business. Once he started trying to start it, that's when he started having problems. But yeah. When he was just a fan and, and, a, and a consumer, like he was getting invited to all of the looks and she wasn't. I mean, she was kind of frowned upon. They looked at them as because they are like a. Forgive me, this is going to sound bad. I don't mean no disrespect to your family. I, I'm not dissing. I'm saying like they were cheap. Yeah, you know, they, they didn't represent wealth or or like royalty. They was just like. Yeah, this family who got put on because their dad was like a third or fourth chair in a huge murder trial, and the new husband was a Olympic medalist that nobody cared about the specific sport. And your daughter slept with multiple. She was popular for being what socially people would refer to kind of as promiscuous. And then the Ray J yeah. tape came out, and that really put the blast on the Kardashian name. So they were looked at as cheap until they got with Ye. And Ye is always was considered a brilliant person within the creative spaces. Mm. So it's weird because I think they do get a lot of credit. I think as a wife, she got a lot of credit for things that just are 117% not true. But I do agree they are mainstays in mainstream, like to another level to where it's like almost unbelievable how much they are mainstays in mainstream America. So it did kind of, it went from him just being just a rapper, you know, or a, a popular, you know, tastemaker to some degree outside of just being a dope hip hop artist. And it kind of locked him into mainstream completely unique than where he was at initially. Yeah, and it's difficult to consider both of the two arcs of their endeavors independently once they're no longer independent. You know, like the Kardashian machine was accelerating either which way, you know, and they had the younger daughters coming out. Like there was some snowballing that was starting to happen there and then she gets tied up with Kanye. So it's like, I remember, I think before that, when she first started her little show, she had like a little, some little fragrance thing, but that was like the first deal. And then they're doing makeup and now they're doing this. And so, so there's like this constant yeah, and it's, and now they're showing up at all the galas, but post Kanye. Yeah. Um, but, and, and I have a song called Kanye should have never married that bitch. Obviously people that listen to this podcast, you know this, right? But now that they already passed that place, right, and that cautionary tale has been avoided, right? Um, Are you saying that there's potential for a remix? <laughs> I thought about that. Is the reality, you know, it's his family now. You know what I'm saying? Like now, like you've already went past it. Now this motherfucker that made a fool out of you, 
feel me? But she got your children. You know what I mean? And as a yeah. black man in America, it's really important that we are as much as possible involved in our children's life because we already got a ton of bad, you know, shit going on to where if we a little bit removed, shit can just happen. I mean, it can happen fucked up when we there, but you know, it's, it's way easier to get into it when we're not there. And so like, I'm, he's almost at a position to where he's so deep into it, where he almost has to go back with his old lady. You know what I mean? And it's a, I still would say no, but because of his position and in life, he can't just see the world the way I see. He sees it in a broader spectrum, honestly. You know what I mean? Like he always has is a really talented guy, really masterful. You know what I'm saying? So I was just thinking about that. Like, damn, is her worth to him? Like, what does she bring to him? And I think what her worth is to him as a wife, right, is she becomes his living mannequin. Like, like Kanye's wife, you know, was his living mannequin. He could dress her up in all of his fashion design ideas, you know what I mean? And have a mannequin that he could show up with, that he knew was everybody looked at this mannequin. You know what I mean? And she could show up and be this living, walking, speaking mannequin that's pretty much styled and the creative you know, uh, influence of Kanye in his full power. So her word for him is through the roof. You know what I mean? To me, that's what what's crazy is to me more than anything, she became his living. She is the most popular. Now, people don't give her credit for this and, and, you know, even I don't at times, but really thinking about it, she's probably the, the, um, the most popular model in the in the in the world. You know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. there's people that just model that are popular, but yeah. she is literally the most popular, you know, model in the world. So yeah, I mean, it, her it shit's turned into the Oprah Book Club thing, huh? Like her name association is turned into like the Oprah Book Club factor. Yeah, yeah. So I get why. You know what I mean? She has a huge worth for him. Yeah. As his wife, you know what I'm saying? Because she becomes the perfect mannequin for him to create creative ideas and for people to admire. Um her value is different. And that's the thing. Like yeah. this is a situation to where, you know, like somebody got a car that really don't have a huge value. Like I don't think it's a thousand men around the country that would really marry Kim. I think they will, but they wouldn't be of special to her. They wouldn't be of her status. Like, you know what I mean? It'd be people she like bringing up. Um, but, you know, it's a tough situation. So I think this is the perfect example of where somebody, somebody's worth is superb as a wife, but then her value is completely different. Yeah. I, I think for him personally, like from his actual like lifestyle worth, He's a pretty eccentric guy. I don't think anybody would describe him as a as the poster boy for emotional stability. And I think that because he's like such an like eccentric, artsy-minded person all the time, she probably gives him enough of something else to worry about to where he doesn't get buried into these 
weird mental or emotional wormholes so off mainstream not, that not starts- wanting to embed not not wanting to embarrass her yeah or he just doesn't oh, have the so- time like it like if it takes you three hours to like you know how you could like like youtube and then you watch another video that's recommended <laughs> yeah. and another one and another one and then before you know it you're watching some weird shit yeah if she interrupts him and turns off the youtube every 30 minutes then he doesn't get that weird and i definitely think it's funny you say that because I definitely think he's a lot more under control for the fear of not embarrassing her. Cause you know, women, mm-hmm. the one thing I realize about women, they don't want to be embarrassed. Their number one fear of all fears is being embarrassed. Yes. It's just embarrassing. Oh, oh, a woman would probably rather that her husband find out she was cheating than the neighborhood yeah not probably i don't think that's even close (laughs) probably (laughs) at some point it would be oh my god bill you weren't supposed to find out but could you do me a favor not tell anybody (laughs) that's really how we go though bro but i but but i'm gonna tell you I, i realized something insecure women hurt themselves insecure men hurt other people Mm. Like so, a really insecure, damaged person, a woman will hurt herself. She'll go get a BBL. She'll put these crazy pounds of makeup to mess up her skin. She'll wear these crazy shoes and mess up her feet. She'll wear these, you know, uh, what do you call them? Waist trainers that messes up that part and push up all this crazy stuff to hurt herself. You know what I mean to to deny the makeup that denies her skin sun you know i mean the thing that really gives it is glowing exuberance men when they're insecure you know they're really you know severely insecure or hurt they go out and ruin everybody else and i was Mm -hmm. thinking to myself what's worse and somebody was telling me that um they felt it was worse for the man but uh nipsey quoted somebody and i forgot the person he quoted so i'm gonna give him credit for this quote i've heard it before but i don't remember where it came from so nip reminding me of it and rest in, rest in peace. And he is, would you rather be at peace with yourself and at war with the world versus being at war with yourself and at peace with the world? And that's why I think peace within yourself is more important than peace with the world. There's a balance in real life, but if you had to choose, I think being at peace with yourself is better. Probably, yeah. I would like to submit the idea that an insecure woman hurts everybody around her inadvertently and an insecure man hurts everybody around him advertently. Mm. Seems like women will like want to go do whatever the hell they want to do. I I need to go find myself or go on this journey to go explore their being at the expense of everybody else around them. Whereas a guy will just be like, Fuck everybody else around me. They're going to feel me here and now. Oh, yeah, I can feel that. But I don't know. I don't think a severely insecure woman or a damaged woman, you know, what I mean, hurts other people around her. I think I think they're always looking to be healed. They just become a lot more selfish. But even If, if possible. But even, <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
<laughs> I don't think they start off like that. I think like women, women are, are raised and nurtured to give. And I think the experiences on earth <laughs> I know when they little they are, man. Women are so when they're young and they're healthy, women are the most generous and giving people, you know, species, period. You know what I'm saying? They are. But as they go through life, things that they're taught, you feel me, and experiences that they have realize, oh, I need to have something for myself. I don't think that's their natural nature. Here's where I disagree. You'll know where I'm, I've said it before. But like where I think a woman will, in her pursuit of her own whatever, let's say a married lady with If you're talking, I cannot hear you. Hello? Is that yours, Peter Mines? What the hell is going on? Uh, I don't know what the fuck happened to Pete microphone, but uh the more I think about it, it that's I, I genuinely believe that. The more I think about it, I genuinely believe that women, right, are, you know, they're nurtured, they're born as the most given species, right? They're 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 superbly generous. I mean, even when they get, you know, easy bake ovens. Um, even when they get easy bake ovens, they're making stuff to give to other people. And I just think the world that, that we've created at this time, you know what I mean? I just think that turns women into these kind of monsters that we call women today. I mean, they, they, they've become like, and, and that's the point. I think, the male species and the female species are both parodies of themselves. You know what I mean? Like they're both parodies of themselves. And hence the dilemma, you know what I'm saying? Hence the issues. More and more, more and more, more and more. Yeah, so th that's the tricky part. I, I think naturally they were they are the given species, yet the world that, that has been created, every day they get older, they 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 are led to believe and emotionally and you know, really it's a it's a travesty that they have to have something for themselves. I don't think they're the giving species. I think they're giving the way Democrats are giving. They're good at giving away other people's shit. <laughs> Men are producers and women are consumers from an evolutionary standpoint. And they're good at giving away stuff to people that was brought to them. From a scientific measure, I can see how that's a real conversation, but I, I, it's nuanced. It's real nuance. It's a big nuance. Huh? 
That's a big nuance. Well, because, okay, in theory, yeah, like, right? Like a husband gives a wife a, a seed, right? And that's really what he puts in that dirt. But that nine months of nurturing and all of that stuff to grow this tree or to, to develop this plant, you know, you, you, yes, he, in theory, gave her his seed. I wasn't even talking about that. Oh, okay. Well, that's the, that's the most simple that, idea. That, that, that is, yeah, that's much more biological. Um, I was saying in general speak, dating back to the cavemen, like, I mean, the men would go out, like when we lived in pods or packs or whatever as human beings, men would go out, hunt and gather, bring stuff back, and women would distribute it among themselves and the kids and do whatever, you know, do whatever they did with it. You know, and same like now, like you see like these really benevolent, generous housewives down in Newport that they'll give whoever a bunch of money. Yes, because it's some guy's credit card that they stuffed in their purse and said, there you go, sweetheart. It's easy to give away money that was brought to you and deposited into your account because you're there. So right now, where would you appraise women's value you know, let's say we're comparing it to the last hundred years. Is it at mm-hmm. the highest point their value, or is at the lowest point their value? Their value potential is at its highest point. Their value actuality um, is at its lowest point. And why is that? I think because they do more to generate value now, but it is of no worth to the men that seek them. Okay, keep going. Elaborate further. Well, I mean, like, you know, I think a gentleman like named Kevin Samuels got pretty famous stating the obvious here earlier on in his ascent to, uh, you know, internet type fame. But if, if a woman has some career and makes a bunch of money, most guys don't give a shit, you know, so they can invest 90 hours a week into being a corporate litigator or whatever the hell it is that they want to do. That's fine. We don't care. You know, by and large, it's nice to have, but we'd rather have other things. Mm. So, so there's a disassociation of um, the agendas. It's kind of like, Almost what they do with their looks, they do with their lives uh, insofar as how men value different stuff. Like like the shopping mall you know, reference, they opened up a hat store and, and nobody wants hats. We want shoes. But they're just going to keep it with the fucking hats. They're just going to keep going with the hats. <laughs> but we, don't want, we, we just want shoes and shirts. You know? And how is this comparable to what women are doing? Women they're going to keep going with the eyelashes and the hair and the makeup and all the nails and all the shit. And we don't like those things, but they're going to keep fucking doing it. Sure. Shit. And it's the same as, you know, well, they, they want to go do the career thing and all this other shit and you know, whatever. And then bitch about why they're not married at 40. Well, you know, keep doing that stuff. We don't want that. They're going to keep it with the hats and we're going to keep wanting the shoes and shirts. Shit. We got to get the right person on here to to talk to you about this because I I get the point. I I can't even necessarily disagree. Wives are definitely focusing on things that husbands have no value for, nor do they care. Yeah. It's almost like women are are working to be 
as you know, like the independent woman. Well, if you want to be an independent woman, don't bitch about not having a man because that's what you wanted. You wanted to be independent of having a man in your life. Now you don't have a man in your life, and no. But is that is that what they mean when they say independent? I, I think they meant to say that they were self sufficient. Yeah, but what does that really mean? That's the that, that's the principle of unintended consequences that they don't tend to grasp very well. Fair, fair. You using words that really mean a lot more than what you mean by them. Yeah, there's a superficial, simple, basic cause and effect, but there's also a deeper, multifaceted cause and effect that they are just like fuck it. Mm, the human that that I always say that certain things we we conjure up certain ideas with using certain words and don't realize that these words all have power. The word yeah. loyalty that's a short sighted word that's used today. Uh, uh, generational wealth is a short sighted word used today. Most people that create generational wealth, they pretty much don't care about nothing because they're so focused on just earning and, and creating as whatever you know they're doing. Um, yeah, they're not focusing on generational wealth. They're typically, they're focusing on something that they really, really like and are invested in, and it's just yielding wealth. Um. So now that we've talked about the like like that, do you think like like let let's not even say me or you or Kanye. Let's say Jay Z and Beyonce. Does Beyonce bring a value to Jay? I think she brings enormous value to Jay. <laughs> I think I, I think she is certainly the more valuable asset in that pair. Who? That's deep. That's deep. Um, I think one okay. thing, like, like in looking back at the, um, cause I only, cause I just saw the picture. I didn't even realize that they dated, but there was like a picture circulating around Instagram yesterday of like Dame Dash and Aaliyah going to some movie premiere or war show or something like that. That kind of sort of describes the difference between those two guys is the difference between Aaliyah and Beyonce. And Aaliyah's great. I'm a huge fan of hers. But Beyonce's like significant. She's she's a monster. Child. Yeah. She's the and, child to some degree. Yeah. And I think that Jay is more content to build off the people around him. And Dame seems like the kind of guy who wants the people around him to build off of him. It's mm. not crazy. That's how it played out in retrospect, it seems. Man, that's deep. I gotta make sure Dame hear that. See if he So he can call me a moron <laughs> on a much lower level. I don't think he would really disagree like that. And and that is kind of an issue. You know what I mean? Like you have to yeah. find a, a perfect space, like I would advise to most women and wives. Like you have to find a, a much better space of how to allow people to use you. And then know when you've been used up. That's the hardest part for human beings to know when they've been used up. Yeah. And and I think also part of it is people want to, they have a certain relationship with pride and, and credit, like meaning getting credit for a thing, not like debt potential where like some people are like, if I, if I'm not 
if this thing doesn't have my name written all over it as the guy who invented it, produced it, created it, and distributed it, I don't want to ride on somebody else's coattails. You know, I don't want to collab too much. Some people want it to be 360 them. Some people are like, look, I don't care. Whatever gives you the most money, you can sign my namesake away all day long. Yeah, that's Donald Trump. Yeah. Um. If there was any woman, I ain't gonna ask you this because you don't give a fuck. I got to find the right woman to talk to you. Uh, <laughs> what's the greatest? What's the greatest popular? You know, for, for anybody listening, because the people that listen to my podcast, most likely they're not really that mainstream. You know what I mean, yeah. what's but but they are aware of the mainstream. They live their life. If there was a greatest. If there's a greater situation to where a wife bringing entirely too much value to her husband, right, in, in the public mainstay that everybody would know about, which one would it be? Whew, that's a good question. My initial thought would be I, I gravitated out of the gate to Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. But I think Desi was like the production brilliance behind that show, and she was the talent, so it kind of worked well. So I'm going to throw a curveball out there, and I'm going to say Michelle Obama. Mm, did way more for Barack than Barack did for her. Barack on the on value scale? Yep. That's deep. Elaborate. Give me why. Um, she gave him a lot of the connections in the city of Chicago that made him viable mm -hmm. and uh, otherwise like by his own admission, he's kind of a like lazy hack of a guy with a great resume, you know, which I don't know how the hell he even got. But mm -hmm. additionally, I, I believe he ran for office kind of earlier in his career and got like blown out in a primary by a, another like local Chicago black politician because he like wasn't black or Chicago enough. And Michelle solved that problem for him. He couldn't have solved that problem for himself. Ah, uh, that's actually, I get it. She did. Oh, that's fair to say she did. And it's weird because you're a white person to notice that, but she did bring, she does bring a lot more blackness to him than we ever give yeah. her credit like we we probably because as a kid who grew up in Hawaii and all these different places for sure he probably wasn't the token and, and he's not even like culturally speaking his dad's not from Houston his sure. dad's from Kenya the real the real Africa yeah so he's and not like is a white woman. black American culture he didn't go to the sure, AME have, the coolness you know? that he presents is a lot more Michelle Obama's influence that's actually not crazy yeah you know what's funny? I actually can see how that that's a thought. I mean, I couldn't verify, but that's deep. She is. That's a sister for real, too. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And she's, and, and, and she's smart, and she's a fucking beast. Like, talk about, like, to go to like, the original point, like, earlier, accountable to somebody else. If he's a lazy guy who wants to like pontificate and smoke weed and she's like, no, you need to go do this today. 
He's going to go do that today when she gets in his ass. Okay, so what's the exact opposite? Somebody who overvalues their wife. Man, um, that's probably the default setting. But at, a, at, at the highest mainstay, mainstream level. It's hard to say. I mean, I, I guess in that, because I want to say, like, you wouldn't know who the wife is, but, oh, that would have to be a situation where a wife got a claim purely by virtue of her marriage. Just, just like, used a husband to catapult into becoming a somebody. I mean, to be honest, Hillary Clinton would have been a backroom paper-pushing lawyer without Bill. Mm. He had all the political know-how, all the charisma, all the connections, all the everything. She went out of law school and was like defending. She was like a criminal defense attorney or something like that. She would have stayed doing that. And she's the type of person who doesn't even play well to a jury. She wouldn't even be like a courtroom Robert Shapiro, Johnny Cochran type of guy. She'd be the guy who ultimately, she'd be like finding nuanced, you know, corporate law to get Bank of America out of trouble with the IRS. Mm. She has no personality. Um, that's prob- That's a fairly hot take, but I, I mean, for God's sake, I mean, I Donald, Donald I Trump didn't even have support in 2016. I mean, he won because of an absolute lack of interest in Hillary Clinton. It was like the lowest voter turnout combination election, like, ever relative to the population size. Good looking out for tuning in to the No Sellers Podcast. Please do us a favor and subscribe, rate, comment, and share. This episode was recorded right here on the West Coast of the USA and produced by my homeboy, A-King for the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Yeah. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in the 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. At- 